Emergency services. Please, you gotta help me. There's this weird guy. Ma'am. Please. Ma'am, call us when you're dead. What the fuck? Welcome back, callers, to another episode of Call Us When You're Dead. I'm Keith. And I'm Ryan. And on today's special two-parter episode, we got another two-for-one case. Okay, when you said two-parter, I was like, wait a minute, we're doing two episodes? I don't understand why we're doing that. We have never, in the history of this podcast, ever done that. No, we got two cases that we're going to cover. That makes more sense. And it's going to be the case of Lorena Bobbitt. And Gypsy Rose. Okay, so they're both cases that I know, and I have opinions on both. Yes, they are. You know, each season we normally do, like, one famous case. Yeah, this is that case. This is that case, and I combined it into one, so we don't have to do it again next week. But right. you'll you'll find out soon why I kind of chose these. Okay, well, I'm going to have to tamper some of my opinions, I think. For some of the some of this. Right, because remember, you are going to be the defense. I am going to... Damn, damn, damn. So you better defense the shit out of it, I, even though I know you probably don't agree. Oh, God. I just... I have a lot of very strong opinions about Gypsy Rose, <laughs> and I don't want to... I don't want to victim blame at the same time. Don't don't sour anything. No, and I won't. But so I'm just I'm going to have to kind of like rear back some of those feelings that yes. I have about that case. And so people, if they want to know more of my real opinion on it, are going to have to personally ask me. Right, because we are professionals. Right, here. we are being professional, super pro- super professional. Okay, but that does bring me to a whole other situation of being professional yeah well not about being professional okay let's hear about you not being professional i mean that happens every day there's nothing new there (laughs) so i kind of hinted at it last week because of course we were off last week with you not feeling well and we we typically give ourselves two times a year of a break yes mostly because we need to recharge especially if one of us isn't feeling good it's a good way to say hey i just i wasn't feeling good or this is just our break Every podcast does it. Yeah. So with that being said, I kind of talked about last week how uh, one of the listeners saw me in public. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they geeked out, and I geeked out, and it was just a lot of fun to do that. And so I just want to kind of talk about it for a minute again, because I only said it in a minute-long thing. If you ever see us in public, Ryan or myself, you guys are more than welcome to take photos and tag us in them and be like, Hey, I got to see them at the bar. You right, know? yes. Or they were they were out shopping and I got to see them. Come up to us, say hi to us. Just as much of like, oh my God, it's them to you, it, it, to the callers. It's the same thing for us. And we don't always know how to respond in a way to it, you know? Right, and contrary to belief that we hate people, mainly me, we actually love you callers. I actually really like people. I right, do right, like right. people a lot. And, oh, I do have a fun story. All right, shoot it. I had another person come into my work, and I was waiting on them, and they kind of looked at me for a minute, and they said, do you run a podcast? And I said, yeah, I do. <laughs> and they said, oh, my God, I've been listening to you for almost a year. And I said, oh, so you were like one of the original Yeah, listeners. we like that. And they said, yeah, but I didn't ever think I'd get to meet you. And I was just like, oh, Okay. Well, it's nice to meet you. You know, stuff like that. That is always very fun to see that. Right, right. 
you know, so with that being said, why don't we get to our shout outs? Because just as much as I love talking about interactions that we have, we like to talk about our callers. Let's do it. So we have Amber H. We have Leah E. And Heather E. Thank you guys so much for being callers each and every week. We would not know how to do this podcast without you. All right, Ryan. So with that being said, why don't you get us started on these cases? All right. Again, here goes the quick recap of how these episodes are going to go this season on Guilty or Innocent. Keith and I are going to give you some background and the facts of the case, like we usually do. But the actual story of the case will be shorter than normal compared to our to our trial time portion. During that trial time portion, I will take the role of the quote prosecution and emphasize why Lorena is guilty, even if I truly agree or not. And Keith is going to take the role of the quote defense and shed some light on why Lorena is innocent again, even if I believe she is actually innocent or not. After all of that, Ryan and myself will then play the role of the quote jury. And we'll give our thoughts and opinions on the case after hearing the details, whether we believe Lorena is innocent or guilty. Then Ryan will tell us what the actual outcome of the case was and her trial. With that being said, let's fire up that trusty old time machine and head back to June 23rd, 1993. Please keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the time machine at all times. Call us when your dad cannot be held responsible for any lost limbs. Alright, so this case will be a little different than normal, as it will be extremely short. And well, I, yeah, I feel like it gets right to the point. Yes, and I actually picked these cases to put the moral question of, if you do the crime, you do the time to the test. Oh, yeah, okay. Okay, yeah, see, see where I'm now, going? now I feel a little bit better about this. Okay, well, that's good, because okay. that will apply to both of these cases. Okay. On to the night of June 23rd, 1993. Lorena came home that evening and claimed that John, her husband of about four years, had raped her. Later that night, after they had gone to bed John and John had fallen asleep, she decided to get out of bed, head down to the kitchen to get a glass of water. However, she then proceeded to grab an eight-inch carving knife to bring back upstairs with her. Row, row. Yeah, you know she's not cutting a pumpkin. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? She has no carving needs upstairs. Once she was back in the bedroom, she pulled back the bedsheet to reveal John's sleeping body, mm-hmm. then took that 8-inch carving knife and chopped off his penis. Yes, she did, and whipped it right out the window. Well, it didn't stop there. She then left the apartment, with Pecker still in hand, and drove down the road. After realizing it's a little difficult to drive with a severed wean in her hand, she did throw it out the window. Oh, okay. See, I always believe that she whipped it out the bedroom window. No, she took it for a little drive. Okay, and we do need to, because we didn't hit on this, John was beating her. There was police record of John beating the shit out of Lorena. Yes, and we do cover that. Okay. I just, typically we kind of go into some of that, but we didn't with that one, and I just, I did want to bring it up that she was being physically abused by him. Right, right. This wasn't a one-time thing. (laughs) Correct, correct, which you will recover again right? once we get to your defense. Okay. She did eventually pull over and call the police and tell them everything, including the general area of where John's penis was thrown out. Well, at least she, she <laughs> GPSed the dick. 
<laughs> she threw a little like dog chip in it. Oh sho- shoved it right in that little shaft there, and uh, she was wee! Tinder before Tinder was a thing. <laughs> she she GPS the dick. She slid left the ween right out the door. <laughs> she <laughs> slide wee wee <laughs> <laughs> like wee, but ween. With Elena's own confession, she was of course arrested. With that being said, let's head into trial time. Let's take a look at the evidence supporting Lorena's guilt. I, I know, feel like there's a lot. I know there's normally, we do like three points. Yeah. And and it's not going to be the case this time. Because like I said, it's going to be different for this one and our little next one that we got. Okay. So, prosecution-wise, are you ready for the slam dunk? Yes. She confessed. Well, I mean... She, she, she sang like a canary and told where the wiener was and... Okay, so I have to give you all of the points. There is a full-on confession with this one, and it's not... <laughs> okay, I have to ask, was it coerced? It was not coerced. Or was she just like, hey, I chopped I did his it. dick off I and did I it. threw it out my window? Yep. She owned up. She admitted. Yeah. Okay, so you get... For your one point, you get one point. Yes! Yay, you are a real winner on that one. Now, let's take a look at the evidence supporting her innocence. Just a reminder, my job is to cast doubt in just one person's mind, or more to get that hung jury, or better yet, an acquittal. I love me an acquittal. (laughs) Okay, so my first point... Ooh, look at that, I have more points than you do. (laughs) That might be why the outcome of this case is what it is. This wasn't the first time that John had physically attacked Lorena. In fact, John had been physically and emotionally abusing her for years. Okay. Okay? That's 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 good. That's good. Okay. So here is my second one. Because of the these years of ongoing and physical and emotional assault, Lorena finally snapped and she wanted to defend herself due to the fear that the abuse may get so bad it could kill her. Okay. Okay. Okay, so where do I stand? I'm, I may catch some flack on this one. Okay. As far as it being fi- the physically emotional abuse for years, like, g- granted, that is really sad. She she had years to do something about it. Yeah, but I think you are forgetting that when you're in that situation, you sometimes are so scared. Like, listen, remember how, like, my grandma talked about this. She was so scared of her husband that if she left... She thought he would kill her. Right. Absolutely. I understand saying it is a hell of a lot easier than actually doing it. Oh, yeah. And I and I also get that point. I think everybody can look at this and say, kind of like what you just said of, well, why didn't she leave? Right. You know, and, and it doesn't make that opinion correct. I don't stand with that opinion. <laughs> I right. don't think you even stand with that opinion. I think it's more of just to bring up the fact of... Right. You know... Morris, right, exactly. You're bringing up a fact of, well, why didn't she leave? It's not that you believe that. It's just more of, that is a good that is a good question to ask. Right. So, with that said, I'm going to give half a point there. Okay. And then going on to the years of the ongoing assaults and claiming that she wanted to defend herself. If the assaults have been going on for four years, I feel like if it was going to get to that point, couldn't it have, like, wouldn't have already happened? So, to be honest, you, I... I've never been into a situation this deep. I don't know if it would have, and I don't know if it wouldn't have. So you're saying my wiener is safe. Your ween is safe. I mean, you're not <laughs> physically abusing me. Jesus Christ, you're making it sound like you're beating the hell out of me. <laughs> yeah, your ween is definitely safe. I'm not going to lob it off anytime soon. But uh, I think when you're in that in that trauma and in that headspace, the everyday is survival for you. For sure. 
And so for Lorena in this situation, she finally was like, it's it's me or him. And if the thing that just last attacked her was his penis, and in this case it was, <laughs> she was raped by him. Yeah. Uh, you are going to remove that piece so it can never do that to you again. Okay. With with that, on your second point, I feel I'm actually going to also give you a half a point. Okay. You're the same, you know, kind of the same things. The first one, there's a, it's a lot easier to say than do. Right. Kind of the same aspect for that. Uh, I, I'm glad. Oh, I'm not glad. Um, but since you brought up the whole rape thing. Yeah. You know, so before we get into where we officially stand being jury, we're going to let you know that John Bobbitt was charged with marital rape. Good. I mean, he should have been. Right. However, he was found not guilty and acquitted by a jury of his peers, which consisted of nine women and three men. Right. Also, I just want to reiterate the fact. When Ryan and I are doing the acquit or the the defense and the prosecution, these are not the opinions that we have when asking these questions to one another. We are doing the things that they would do if if we were sitting in that spot. Please do not think that Ryan, for any point... Thinks it's okay to abuse somebody. He he just needs to bring out that a point, right? Being the prosecution, I just I, we need to get that cleared up now because so, we're gonna get a message about it <laughs> about you being like I'm gonna catch flack for this. You're you're right. just I doing am, this as the prosecution. I am playing the role of the prosecution. Right. And we will that's... get to our opinion, our real opinions here in a second. Right. Okay. So with that second, hold on one one thousand. Okay, 1, 1, there was one second. Why don't you go ahead and kick us off with that? Where do you stand? Okay, so if I am sitting here as a jury member, I 100% am going to... Oh, hold on, before I do that. Okay. These cases, again, are going to be reflecting on the... If you do the crime... You you should do do the time, right? Yes, okay. Okay. So, as I want to sit here as a jury member and say, I would probably find her guilty... I, I would find her guilty... Because she confessed to the crime, I understand that she went through a lot of physical and emotional abuse, but she does confess to doing it. And John has also tried, and he is also held accountable for his actions. They attempt to, but he is acquitted. Oh, okay. He's found not guilty. Oh, see, that bothers me. At that point... But, okay, I know that may bother you, but at the same time, a prosecution and defense brought these charges of marital rape and there was not enough evidence or proof yeah, but see, to the truly convince with this that jury is if she's not going to the hospital to say like hey i've been raped you're not going to have the evidence and so i feel like in that in this situation so if there's so not the sh- evidence if there's not the evidence did it happen i know uh, that's a rough question to say yeah, and it is rough thing to say but realistically i mean i want to believe her I want to believe her story that she was physically and sexually attacked by John on multiple occasions. On multiple occasions, I do want to believe that story. But I, oh god, you're putting me in such a weird spot because I also see where if I am the prosecution for that one or the defense on that one for John that I'm going to say, why wasn't there any reports of this? Yep. There's reports of him physically abusing you, but why didn't you report him raping you? Yep, yep. You know, and so, I guess... Okay. It, uh, okay. So, here we go. Lorena Bobbitt on trial 
Yes. Charged with malicious wounding. Right. Where are I you have voting? to vote guilty. She did the crime. She did the crime. Okay. She did do the crime, and I understand, like, I guess I gotta stop taking feelings to a facts fight <laughs> on that one. <laughs> if we're just going based off of the facts and as, not as the emotion of what she went through to cause her to get to that point, I would have to say guilty. Okay, okay. So where do you stand? Okay, for me, I'm I'm a like 99, 98% firm believer of the, if you do the crime, you gotta do the time. She she did it. She confessed. Her circumstances absolutely are the worst. shitty and horrendous. Absolutely. But it doesn't justify it. Just like kids being bullied at school for years, it doesn't justify them taking like taking their actions out. Right. In the horrific ways we've seen around the country over the past years. Right. And I know all of us are like, fuck you, dude, who did that to the school. Right. But if you knew they were bullied for years, does it make it better? Does it justify it? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't change the fact. Yeah, I guess. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's such a shitty opinion to have. (laughs) It is. We are going to get in so much trouble for this. I know it. I can just feel it in my bones. Well, maybe we're proving points to callers. So callers, think about it. Like you, you have the, you have the hard skeleton of this case. What, what are you thinking? Right. Is she guilty because she physically attacked him back or she, I, I guess in my opinion, both people should be held accountable. And, and that's what happened. They both were held accountable, went to the, went through the system. Right. And we know John's outcome, and we'll find out Lorena's outcome. Right. So with that, what is the actual outcome of Lorena's? So Lorena was charged with uh, malicious wounding, as as we mentioned, which is a Class 3 felony. Okay. And if convicted, she could face between 5 and 20 years in prison, and up to $100,000 in fines. Okay. In the end, Lorena was found not guilty due to insanity. She was sentenced to 45 days psychological evaluation, after which she was released. Oh, see, I don't like that, because now that does call into question all of her stories of what happened to her. Yeah, yeah. Which Uh, I think is then able to be used in, in John's trial, the outcome of hers, to say, oh no, look at this, she was found not guilty because she's crazy, and because she's crazy, she lied about all of this, and none of it ever happened. Yeah, it makes you think and wonder. Yeah, in the end, not guilty due to temporary insanity. Right. And she did get a sentence, but all of our other cases that dealt with being found guilty of insanity, they spent the rest of their life in a mental institution. Right. Yeah, I meant to say mental institution. It's a prison. (laughs) I guess it is their version of a prison. Right, right. Whereas she got 45 days, and then after that 45 days, she got the all clear. Okay, so... What are the updates? Because I know there's stupid updates with this one. Yes. I mean, one stupid one, one kind of cool one, I guess. So, update. I know so many callers are wondering about John's poor little peener. I'm sure everybody is... If they haven't already turned us off (laughs) after our real shitty takes on something, uh, I'm sure they're all dying to know about where that penis went. Okay, well, they did find the penis. And they were actually able to reattach it in a nine-hour operation. And then he would later go on to star in two pornos in the 90s. Who the fuck wants to sleep with the dude that got his dick lobbed off? Does it function properly at that point? I I don't know. I know we have doctors that listen. I need a doctor to write me and tell me 
does it work correctly if it's been chinked? I, I recall reading uh, in 2018, he did actually do an interview saying that uh, his little man is fully functional. And I working. feel like he's fully fucking lying. <laughs> and then uh, Lorena would go on to start a foundation for domestic abuse victims and their children. Okay, see, and this brings me back to now I believe her more. <laughs> Why would you start a foundation if you weren't in that situation? Uh, exactly. You know, so I feel like her using the insanity defense hurt her more in the end than helped her had she just been like, oh, no, he was a piece of shit, and I <laughs> chopped his dick off right, right. for being a piece of shit. And I understand I'm going to probably go away for a few years for doing so, but I hope he goes away for even longer. Right, right. All right, callers, let's move on to the second case for this special little double episode. Yeah. Still putting into question, if you do the crime, do you do the time? We know how I feel about this one. I did not ever want to cover this case. I know. Oh, I never wanted to do this one. So, this is another well-known case, just like uh, Lorena Bobbitt. Mm -hmm. So, we're going to cover it fairly fast. And it is the case of Gypsy Rose Blanchard. If you're not familiar with the case, Gypsy was born in 1991 and is the daughter of Dee Dee Blanchard. Dee Dee clearly suffered from some sort of Munchausen by proxy disorder. She was able to fool or convince Gypsy, her friends, her doctors, pretty much everyone around her that Gypsy was extremely ill. That's already fucked up. Right. I mean, she is... Dee Dee Blanchard was the worst fucking human being to yeah, a child. She, she did not win Mother of the Year. No, she I'll would never you know have won Mother of the Year. She did not. She she thought she was in a running, but again, that was just another lie. She told people, and she didn't right. win. So, since she was a toddler, thanks to Dee Dee, Gypsy was convinced that she had several... She had all these different illnesses. Right. Which we're going to cover them. She convinced her that she had leukemia, which led Dee Dee to shave Gypsy's head, saying that it was going to fall out anyways. She also convinced her that she had muscular dystography. Dystrophy. Discography. Discography. Muscular dystrophy, which led to Gypsy being in a wheelchair her entire life and getting a feeding tube surgically emplaced. Oh, God, I could not. Nope. 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 She convinced her that she would have seizures, which is dangerous with her fake asthma, which would go to so many unnecessary medications. I guess if you like taking medicine and pills, but I don't right. think anybody does. So, oh, hold up. She was telling her daughter, you're going to have seizures so because you have asthma? The seizures that she would be supposedly having at night would yeah. put her life at risk because she also had asthma. Oh, okay. I guess Both I just not read true. that weird. <laughs> That's okay. We clarified it. Okay. She also convinced Gypsy that she had visual and hearing impairments. Oh, yeah. Listen, I've seen the pictures of Gypsy with her coke bottle glasses and i Ooh. felt real bad <laughs> Dee managed to get a doctor to remove her salivary glands which combines with her medications caused her teeth to rot since her teeth were rotted Dee found a dentist to have gypsy's teeth pulled oh ouch she convinced others that gypsy had the mental capacity of a seven-year-old due to brain damage now, I would like to throw out, I think that Chipsy does have the mental capacity, or at the time, the mental capacity of a seven-year-old, because of the things that Dee Dee put her under. I mean, it is very well 
a possibility. So it's very possible that this is a true statement, but not by brain damage. Right, not by brain damage. It's the lack of education not allowing right, her to go or to medication and right. lack of oxygen that her mother has given to her brain. Right, right. And and again, these are just some of the major ones. There are likely more, and it went on for years. Well, actually until June 2015. In June of 2015, Gypsy convinced her online boyfriend, Nicholas Godejud, to come over and kill Dee Dee because she knew that she wasn't as sick as her mom claimed. And eventually, it got out what happened, and Gypsy and Nicholas were both arrested, which will bring us to trial time. Let's take a look at the evidence supporting Gypsy's guilt. Alright, are you ready for my slam dunk? Yeah, I know you have one. Eventually, eventually. Okay, it did take a hot minute, but it wasn't coerced. It took more than a hot minute. It wasn't coerced. It was straight up, my point, she fucking confessed. Right. Boom. (laughs) Prosecution. Yeah, I'm going to have to just... mm, I'm trying to be nice on this one. I'm trying to be so nice. You got to be nice and professional. I know that people are thinking I'm going to say one thing, and it's not what you think I'm going to say, unless you're real close with me. (laughs) I'm giving you 100% full point. Yes. You win. She confessed. There's so much more that I want to add to that, and we're going to wait until the end. (laughs) Now let's take a look at the evidence supporting her innocence. Just a reminder, my job is, again, to cast doubt in one person's mind, or more to get a hung jury, or better yet, an acquittal. So are you ready for this? Do it. So mad I'm sitting on the side of the table for this one. (laughs) The main defense is several years of lies and abuse Dee Dee put onto Gypsy. That is my defense. That that's that's a solid defense. Lorena okay, going back to to the last case, Lorena dealt with four years of Oh, okay. I guess I have to ask you this. Is it because there's physical evidence of what Gypsy has gone through? There is all these medical record tracks because okay. she's having to have doctors perform first of all, convince these doctors, and right. then these doctors are performing these surgeries, putting Gypsy under, performing the surgery. Doing all there's a track record, a long trail of proof, right? That she did go through all of this. Okay, so you're the jury and you've heard the evidence. Where do you stand? Okay, so this is again a tough one. Like for me, this one is actually tougher than the first one. For me, that first one was very easy. This one is a little bit more challenging just because there's the... Physical proof of years of abuse. Right, there's the track record and track record... Right. Uh, Of proof that this is all going on. But I am, like I said, I am a 99, 98% of the time firm, strong believer of you do the crime, you do the time. She she essentially hired a hitman, well, Mm -hmm. not hiring a hitman, but she coerced her online boyfriend to come kill, which is bad. Right. So they both should be charged. I I feel Nicholas should be charged for murder. He did the actual killing. Uh, It sucks, but he he did the crime. Right. Gypsy... I believe should also be held account- accountable because at the same time where she she made him do it, she didn't make him do it, but she heavily coursed him. But she also had a lot of opportunities to say something. And I do recall that she did a few times, but at the same time, Dee Dee was injecting her with uh, the numbing agent for her teeth. So mm-hmm. she, it would be hard for her to speak. Yeah. So you're you're voting guilty then? I, I would vote guilty, but for a lesser crime. Okay. Uh, of second-degree manslaughter. Okay. 
I'm just going to say, I, I'm not even going to get into my reasons why. Guilty. <laughs> she's guilty. You know what? Fuck it. She planned it. I, I want people to understand she planned her mom's murder. Yeah. She, and, the, and it wasn't that she went out and it was a spur of the moment thing. It took her over a year to plan her mom's murder. And with with that being said, if this was somebody that wasn't being abused by somebody else, and they hired somebody else, we're going to say hired, or used another person to murder somebody, and they took a year to do it, to plan it all out, that person... Now, when you say planning, it wasn't like a physical, I'm drawing up the blueprints. It was, they started talking. They started talking about it for about a year. Right. But I'm just saying, just because you talk about it doesn't necessarily... Well, she went out and bought a knife that but, she wanted her mom to be murdered with. Right, but it was, wasn't... That wasn't done, uh, like, a year prior. Oh, no, no, no. But that, there was, like, talking between the two of them... For sure, for sure. ...a year prior, and then at one point she goes and buys a knife, and she gets the tickets, and she does a lot of very calculated moves to annihilate her mom. Correct, correct. And I want to say this, you have to take out the fact... Well, I want to take out the fact that she's abused. What happened to her is 100% the worst thing possible. But can you take it out? Cause, cause, I, but I am for my point. Okay, This but, is my point. Hang on. Okay. If you take all of that out, if this was anybody else, say this was a woman who didn't like her husband anymore, and she asked her new lover to kill her husband, both of them are going away for the rest of their life. Okay, but I feel like that's different, because then you have two adults... At, Gypsy is an adult. I know she's an adult, but remember, she has a seven-year-old. I'm taking that out of the equation. Okay, okay. I am. I'm sorry. I'm taking... She was. She had enough wherewithal to understand how to buy things, to buy bus tickets, to get him over to the house, to know how to do all of that, and then have her mom be murdered. Okay. Um, may I counter a point? Yeah, go ahead. You're you're wanting to take out the abuse, the abuse, and and all that stuff. Whereas I feel with Lorena's case, I didn't want to, and I know I'm very hypocritical for it. And it, with Lorena's case, it's very easy. It's a lot easier to take it out because it right. is a hearsay, right? Whereas with Gypsy's case, it's not hearsay; it is fact. So I feel it should be considered and factored in. Okay, I mean, you know, I guess. I don't, I just feel like I'm in a lose-lose situation. No, there is no lose-lose or win-win. It's remember these are all opinions. Right. We are not law. Right. I guess just my personal opinion is I think I guess I'm more pissed off with the fact of what her sentence is and I know her sentence and we haven't talked about it yet. Right. And so I'm I'm just going to say it. Nicholas is sentenced to life without parole. Yes. However, Gypsy took a plea bargain, and she pled guilty to second-degree murder and sentenced to 10 years in prison, and I don't agree with that. I don't agree with them giving her a plea bargain in this situation, because when she is initially asked by the cops what happened... She denied. She lies. Yes. She lies through her teeth, and when they ask Nicholas what happened, he instantly says... I killed Gypsy's mom. Yes, he he owned up. But what if Nicholas was offered a plea bargain as well, but his attorneys believed they were going to beat it because Nicholas wasn't all mentally there and they thought they would have gotten a lighter sentence? No, I don't think I would. I, I still feel like I would be just as irritated with it with both of them getting a lighter sentence for this. They both murdered somebody. 
Yes. They, and she had found a way out. Right. I Do you guess, see what I'm saying? Like, no, she I had a way out. I definitely get what you're saying. But is it murder if you're not the one doing the murdering? Yes. If you are hiring somebody or having somebody come over and you are planning all of the things and setting up the dominoes, she set them up, he knocked them over. But then why do we have the charges of conspiracy or accomplice? I understand or... that, and I'm not saying that I agree with those either. Ah. I don't think that conspiracy or, like, if you set the dominoes up and somebody else does it for you, you should be held just as accountable as the person that knocked the domino over. Okay. And, and some states do actually agree with that. Right. So if you are with a group that one person commits a felony or a murder, that whole group gets right. charged with that crime. You know, look at, we, we covered the case a while back with and uh, Murderous Entertainment of the one boy he got off of the whole thing. And it was the group of, like, gangsters. Mm-hmm. And the one he gets off with, like, a really light sentence. I was not happy about that either. Right. He was very much involved. Right. I'm just trying to bring facts and not feelings to it, and the facts are, she was abused, yes, but she also helped her mom be murdered. Right. Both can be mutually exclusive on their own and be horrible fucking things, and you can feel (laughs) bad for the person, for what happened to them, but you can also, on the other hand, say what you did was wrong. Absolutely. So, in the end, for for guilty or not guilty, it appears we are both... Guilty. We both vote guilty. Yeah. And it's just the question of charges where we differ a little bit. Right. 100%. And that's fine. And other people are going to differ with our opinion on all of that. And that's fine. And I hope you all continue to listen. Right, right. Now that I've calmed down. Calm your ass down. Calm the hell down. Are there any updates to this case? There is one. Gypsy was eligible for parole in 2021. However, it was, uh, I believe, denied, but she is currently set to be released at the end of this year, in December of 2023. Yeah, and see, and Nicholas is spending the rest of his life... Correct. ...without ever getting out, and he is a kid that has such a low IQ. He does. He just reminds me of Brandon Dassey. Oh, from Making a Murderer? Yeah. he. That's literally what it reminds me of, and I think that's why this case pisses me off so much. Right, yeah, it's... Because it's such an abuse of, like, justice. It is. It is. Because I don't think he would even understand what a plea bargain was. I mean, it's not his... But at the same time, it's not his job to... Right, it's not. It's but his attorneys. Like, but who knows what attorney they right. could have had. They could have a fucking stupid public did defender. did he have an attorney at the time when he was confessing? <laughs> right, right. You know. So, where do we stand, Ryan? If you do the crime... Should you do the time? I've been saying it throughout this episode. Very, very firm believer. A rare, rare circumstance. I don't know if I've ever had one yet. But yes, if you do the crime, you do the time. No excuses. You're not a vigilante. Right. If you had a shitty upbringing or a shitty events happen to you to justify it in your head, it's not justified in the world's head. Well, at least in the law. Right. I think you and I can both agree the only time it is okay to get away with a murder is if you are physically being attacked by something and you cannot get away from it, or you are defending yourself in a situation right. and that ends up with that person dying, that's that. That's on them. They came at you first. But at the time, then it's not a crime. That is self-defense. Right, that's self-defense. And that's how it is in the eyes of the law. I guess we are just looking at this through a very hard scope of the law Right. on this episode. So, callers, 
uh, there you have it. There's two cases. Uh, let us know what you think. Either write it on the Facebook post wall that this episode's going to be released on. What do you think? If you do the crime, do you do the time? Or, right. or are there certain circumstances? Have you heard of any certain circumstances? That you think would warrant not doing the time for the crime. Right, right. So there you go, callers. A special double episode of Guilty or Innocent. Yeah, this was full of a lot of opinions. Strong opinions. Yeah. So strong and professional. I mean, I tried to stay as professional as I could. <laughs> I did. I'm sorry. I was being bringing a little bit of my own feeling into a fact fight, and I should have just kept with the facts. Exactly. Which, uh, this, I think that's been the hardest thing with this season, is we're purposely doing this to be more of a harsher scope into how the law would look at things. Right. And not bring our feelings into a fact fight. And I, I guess we need to reiterate that again to all of our callers is when we when we do seasons, when it's special like this, it's more of, hey, we're looking just at this. And right. we really have to keep ourselves into that avenue. Right. You know, and so it's hard. Like we always say here on the podcast, your mental health is for you to take care of. So if you or anybody that you know is having a mental health crisis or suicidal thoughts, please call 988. We also covered domestic violence on the episode. And so if you or anybody that you know is going through a domestic violence situation, please call 800-799-7233. And we also talked about sexual assault. I mean, it's not always a fun thing to talk about, but we did. Right. So if you or anybody that you know is being sexually assaulted, please call 800-656-4673. God, those numbers are always such a, like, take back for me (laughs) that we have those numbers. Right. Or that we have to have those numbers, I guess. Please remember to rate and review and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen. Hey, and do it, because that's what a professional would do, and you callers are professionals. Right. You're just as professional as I am. Hopefully right. More. Right. Also, don't forget to follow us on the socials, facebook.com slash dead. Follow us on TikTok at callusonedead, where you can see some fun videos of us, or better yet, Jakaris the cat, Emma and Regina the sugar gliders, or of course, those pooches Lola and Bailey. Or email us at callusdead at yahoo.com to tell us what you thought about the case, ask some questions, suggest some cases or seasons, or just to say hi. Also, if any of you callers would like us to give a shout out or message to someone you know, let us know. But until then, remember to stay strong, do everything with love, know there is always hope, and in case you forget, you can always call call us when when you're dead. dead.